Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm Sheen Barker, your host. Today, Jordan Erskine from Dynamic Blending is back with us to discuss how you improve your value proposition to engage more customers and increase sales. Another thing I want to talk to you about is, is improving your value proposition, right? Because obviously, you guys have been doing this for a while. I mean, in the last four or five years, you guys have had phenomenal success. I mean, you've got to have a strong value proposition, right? I mean, I think we can all agree with that. But um, why is it important in your opinion? Why is it important to have a, a strong value proposition for your business? Well, I think it's important because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's your proposition to the customer of why they're going to buy your product or use you as a service, you know? I mean, the overarching, um, you know, theme of your company or product or, or brand, you know, what is it, you know? And, and a lot of brands out there, they all have a common theme with their value proposition, and that is simplicity, convenience, how we make things easier for people, right? I mean, even dynamic blending, our value prop is simple contract manufacturing. Um, you know, so you talk to any of our customers, and that's one thing that they'll say that they love is we're very transparent. We make it very easy. Things that people don't know, we explain it and explain it until they do know it. And we take that time, and people love that, you know? So, yeah. It's the attention to detail. I think that's the key to this whole thing is because it's your, what you're doing, you're really advising people and saying, hey, let's take the headache out of this, right? Let's go ahead and make this easy for you. Like, hey, you've got an idea, you got a concept, not a problem. We can help that come to fruition and, and figure out the places where we've messed up over the years and we messed you know, with clients or whatever that is. And now you're coming, you're buying, tapping into that expertise and you're going to be potentially 10 times more successful because you have that backbone of people that have done this a thousand times now. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a no-brainer. So, dear listeners, if you'd like to get help from someone who's been building businesses and helping them grow for years, be sure to reach out to my team. We can help you to find a solid value proposition for your business and market it the right way to reach and engage targeted audiences. You can also visit our website at shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com for more information about branding and marketing services we offer and the clients we have served for the last 25 years. So, so what are some of the elements um, of an effective value proposition? Like in your opinion, like when we look, talk about value propositions, obviously yours is pretty much make manufacturing simple, right? Make it simple for the, yeah. the common person to be able to come and not have to, you know, pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in attorney's fees to be able to figure things out or get screwed in, 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 in you know, somehow coming along, not having the right contracts in place. So for you, what are some of the elements of effective value proposition? Well, I think like engagement, you know, can, can, is it relatable, right? I mean, obviously it has to be relatable to some degree or else they're not going to buy your product or, or use you or give you guys a chance or whatever. Um, so I think that's really, really important, right? Um, the, the other important thing to value propositions is um, I think it has to kind of tie into your brand, right? So like it has to, you know, like I'm thinking of big, big brands like Apple, let's say, like their, their value prop in many ways is that user experience, right? Well, that's exactly what you think of with Apple, right? And, and we're, we try to make that with Dynamic where simple contract manufacturing, everybody in the industry will think of us as, oh, those guys are easy to work with. You know, those guys, I mean, they're transparent. We love working with them and, and no complaints there, you know, and that's what we strive for, so. No, I mean, why not? Right. I mean, cause it is, it is difficult. I, you know, I used to do manufacturing. I had a company, this was, what's it going to be? We talked about Shane 3.0, Shane 1.0. I was, you know, importing products and then you, I mean, I remember one time, well, it was actually the, when I finally bought my product and had it shipped over, they didn't create the right product. 
they actually yeah. to shave a few pennies off they used a mechanism inside of the product which was a key part of the product that didn't work as yeah. well and i just got everything transferred to me i had three kiosks all over you know the united or not united states it was at california at that time um, and so all of a sudden I have all this bad product because they decided to save two or three cents on that. So I know firsthand that when it comes to working with manufacturers overseas or wherever that is, you know, there's, there's some things that can happen. And I, at that point, you know, I was like, Hey, what are you guys going to do to replace my product? And it became, you know, internationally, it's a little different. It's not like you want to sue somebody here in Sacramento or in California or something, or, you know, Utah, we have some right. of the same laws internationally. It's a totally different deal. So it is, it's nice to have somebody, a partner in your pocket to say, Hey, listen, you guys have dealt with this. We know how to cover ourselves. And like I said, I, I wish you guys were around 20 something years ago, but I'm, I'm an old cat. So, you know, it's, you know, maybe, maybe on a new business, we'll reach out to you guys, but um, awesome. Awesome. yeah. So, so what are some of the common issues that you see when companies creating their value proposition? Like what are some of the, the things that you see that people are like, Oh, they're missing, they're missing the, the, the radar on this one. I mean, I think, I think that connection issue, you know, I mean, it's got a, <laughs> It's funny, you know, because going through B school and and even if you take you know marketing undergrad and things like that, your your eyes are open to all the problems that have happened by you know major Fortune 500 companies, yeah. you know, and it still happens, um, you know. But I think I think the biggest thing is just that connection with with your brand and the and the consumer or client. You know, that's that's to me the biggest issue I see, you know, in a lot of you know brands and and. Obviously, I see more in like the cosmetic, skincare, beauty space, space, mm -hmm. you know, so, so those type of brands, you know, their value propositions are similar in a lot of ways, but different, you know, if you're good at it, um, you know, clean beauty is really big right now. So a lot of the value propositions around clean beauty and chemical free mm. cosmetics yeah. and all that stuff. So, um, but it, it creates those, those marketing challenges, but opportunities too. Yeah, absolutely. So what would be, and let's talk about that. I want to talk about um, your opinion on brands that have great value propositions. Like where, are there some up there that you look around, you go, wow, these guys, I mean, obviously Apple, right? I mean, Apple's like all about the experience. Yeah. I mean, to, to you know, my, my poor wife, I, I don't know how many boxes I have in the garage because I want to keep the Apple boxes that they send to me. My wife's like, yeah, it's a box. I'm like, yeah, but it's an Apple box. That's the reason why I keep it. Yeah. She's like, Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Not really, but okay. We'll hold on to all 87 boxes that you have from all the Apple products you own. But like, what are some good, what are some brands out there that have great value propositions? Oh, geez. I mean, there's, there's quite a few. I mean, I like, uh, you know, like Uber's value proposition, you know, making, making that whole ride share a lot easier than, than going through the motion of getting in taxis and dealing with all that. Um, Airbnb, yeah. similar, right? Um, those, those type of companies have disrupted an entire, you know, world industry. Um, you know, Airbnb's value proposition is obviously very, very huge because a lot of people don't like to deal with hotels and, you know, check in and check out lobbies and, and all that stuff, especially now with COVID, right? It's mm -hmm. a lot easier to go rent a house, you know, next to the beach than in, in a lot of places. So um, I would say those brands, I mean, you know, I love the value propositions of a lot of the fitness brands like Peloton. I think they do a really good job like lululemon you know obviously they're they're both killing it and, and their value propositions around the fitness is is really really cool like the way they do their their marketing and, and value prop there so well, that's just a few examples you know yeah yeah i love that i think you know it's so funny i think there's so many companies and i think value propositions obviously evolve over time you know you kind of jump on you yeah, this is our value prop and you kind of change a little bit and want to make sure as you said it kind of resonates with your audience and they understand exactly what you're looking to do 
And I think yeah. with what you guys are doing, it's it's manufacturing made simple. Like I love that because it's just the shorter it is, the more to the point. Somebody can't misunderstand that, right? You're like, well, it's pretty easy. Like if you don't understand that, then maybe you should be a client because if we're telling you it's going to be simple and it's manufacturing, we're going to keep it simple. And what's going to be transparent, which is I think is probably something yep. that early conversations you guys had of like, hey, what do we need to do? And people said manufacturing, it's a lot of times there's not transparency on costs or this or different things that happen. And so I think exactly. that's, I, I love that. You said, hey, listen, these are some of the pain points that people deal with when it comes yeah. to manufacturing. And we're going to be the ones that make it so that they're transparent, we'll take care of things and make sure they're not getting screwed over. Um, so, exactly. so I love that. Thanks, Jordan. It's been great to hear your insights about value propositions on this episode. I'm sure listeners have found it very useful. And our conversation with Dynamic Blend's Jordan Erskine doesn't end here. We'll be back to discuss how he built two successful, yes, I said two successful, eight-figure businesses by the age of 37. So stay tuned. 